0: Welcome to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Kogel, and this week, another Oscar-contending film from director Barry Jenkins. He created Moonlight, and it's based on the 1974 novel by James Baldwin, If Beale Street Could Talk. Plus, a small independent film about the rodeo circuit is winning awards using non-actors in lead roles, and the film is called The Writer.
1: I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill. Enduring Love prevails in Beale Street, from girl to boy and mother to daughter, colored with a vibrant palette of gold and green. So for this week's pairing, we have a little bit of a uni- unique idea for our golden girl Tish. And as the writer proved in real life and in film, he has true grit, making a wine by the same name, I think the perfect pairing. Nice. But first, we're, we'll talk about Beale Street. Okay.
0: I, I'm enamored with this film. I kind
1: of rewatched it the other night just to kind of really get the, whole, the yes. whole feeling of it. And
0: This guy, I think Barry Jenkins is just one of the most thoughtful filmmakers. He takes very difficult subjects, but he infuses them with real love and real compassion and real people. They might be complicated people, and mm-hmm. they might even be difficult people. But th- there's a lot of love going there's
1: on. There's so much. There's there's so much kindness mm-hmm. and and. And generosity of character in this that I just found to be really, really beautiful.
0: I think it's really different than Moonlight.
1: Very different. You know, intentionally the, very different.
0: Intentionally, yeah. yeah. And, and the color scheme is completely different. Yeah. But, but also, there was something about Moonlight, because Moonlight, you know, these intersecting stories of different people, where this is really about a, a, a young woman who falls in love for the first time. Mm-hmm. And she falls in love with this really great guy. And, and they, he's an artist.
1: And they've been friends since they were children.
0: Right and the fam the families are all for it and the families are all apart kind
1: of, it. of. Kind mama done mama mama of the son done done like her her family is her family's completely all in and the mother is regina king yeah
0: yeah oh yeah you're right the other the other family is not all in at all yeah. uh, um but it's a it's a love story and then it's also set in the early 70s and it's written by James Baldwin which is attacking all kinds of Things about the, you know, so I have to backtrack here. I'm a white guy talking about the black experience, but I'm based on James Baldwin's writing, who I think is just one of the greatest Mm -hmm. writers that ever existed. But to put his own twist and turn on things, because it's about racism, also in a small community, Mm -hmm. and it's and it's about uh, the boyfriend gets arrested Mm -hmm. for something he didn't do Mm -hmm. and thrown in prison, Mm -hmm. and he didn't do anything. Mm and it's just it's so unnerving because you want this love story to just nurture and it becomes a a prison visitation movie right right and it just it's heartbreaking
1: it's very heartbreaking but it also shows that enduring love prevails because because she she completely stays with it mm-hmm. and and she she celebrates the memories of the cherished moments that they had when falling in love and and that to me is is really what's so beautiful and it kind of keeps coming around to that and keeps coming around to you know on this this very magical night was also really a very very terrible incident happened that and eventually would lead to him going prison because Mm -hmm. he had a run-in with a cop and that's the cop that kind of run-in
0: with a just a vulgar racist cop
1: yes and but then in the midst of that you step away from that and you you have a a, you know you're dancing on the street and and the you're having you're having dinner in a restaurant listening to to this man that you're falling in love with have a have a, a conversation in what was it Italian or Spanish yeah, something like yeah. that um, with with a waiter, and all of a sudden this whole other side of him that you never had known comes alive, and mm-hmm. and that's what you fall in love with. Yeah, and, they're
0: really an interesting couple, and, and they're, they're an interesting family. That dinner sequence is so yeah, beautiful. It's so. And yeah. who's who's the guy that runs the restaurant? It's, it's, it's um, Diego Luna. Yes,
1: who who's was in Star Wars? Star Wars, Wars yes, yeah. and
0: has um, been in a bunch of films. But yeah, he's just. It's just. And there's a lot of generosity. The store owner, where the part of this incident starts, yeah. comes out to defend him because uh, she defends everybody in the neighborhood and it's just wrong, everything. Mm-hmm. and So you have people sticking up for him, but you can't fight this racism, yeah. this inherent thing that's going on within the, the local police department there. So I uh so this the girl is Kiki Lane and she's a newcomer. We've never seen her before. Adorable. And, Completely adorable. And, and and of course the mother is Regina King and I'm just going to say now I mean she's been winning just about every mm-hmm. award. This is a good year for women in film especially mm-hmm. in supporting performances mm-hmm. but she's the one to beat I think for the yeah. Oscar. Even
1: even more than even
0: more than all th- and the girls from The uh, Favourite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think so. Even more than Amy Adams in Vice. Mm-hmm. As Lynn Cheney, mm-hmm. possibly. I think they all get
1: nominated, nominated.
0: but Regina King is great in mm-hmm. this, yeah.
1: and Coleman Domingo.
0: Yeah, Coleman Domingo, who who we, we connected like from
1: Fear the Walking, Fear Walking, the Walking Dead. Dead.
0: Um, he was the boat captain. Yeah,
1: he's great, and 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 again. There, there are two ways you can basically, you know, Tish comes home pregnant and, and her boyfriend's in jail. So what do you do? And you, as, as a family, you can either embrace it and celebrate it and, and forget about, about how you got there, but just celebrate that there's a life coming. And that's what these two parents really, really do. And it's so beautiful.
0: That scene where he hugs his daughter who's going through contractions. Knowing that the husband's not there for her because he's in prison, but the dad's there. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. Are you all choked up? I am. I, I know, because it's so beautiful. I mean, this has a great music score, too. I just I think everything about Beale Street, if Beale Street could talk, man, Barry Jenkins, I think this guy is the real deal. By the way, uh, Coleman Domingo, who was in Fear the Walking Dead and is the compassionate father here, was also in Selma. And he was also in Lincoln the Spielberg film with Daniel Day-Lewis. Interesting. Yeah.
1: He's been in he keeps popping up in, in a lot of things. Yeah. I think he's very very good. Yeah. I mean and this is
0: really great stuff.
1: Really really beautiful film and one thing as I kind of was trying to to do my research to find the perfect pairing um read a few interviews with Barry Jenkins of how um, kind of the process of, I think every filmmaker has a process that they go through and, and basically, you know, kind of wanted to see how, how he decided on various elements of this film. And basically he brought together, actually his production designer um, brought kind of his team of the costume designer, the cinematographer and, and Barry Jenkins together and, in the production designer, his name is Mark Friedberg's living room, and they would drink a lot of wine and have some snacks, have some appies, and <laughs> um, and kind of talk through the different ideas and really figure out how this story would be painted and, and what kind of color scheme and what kind of, you know, they literally were like passing around fabric swatches because he intentionally did not want this to be, as dark as moonlight was. If you think about how moonlight was shot, it was so. It was a lot of of very shadowed, dark colors, yeah, and a lot, a lot of, of muted blues. A lot of exactly. Moonlight. A lot of lot of blue. Um, and this because because everything was so golden and beautiful and bright and and, and hopeful that the, you know the, the intention to use gold and green which I think we saw throughout the film, especially yes. in Tish's costuming and, and, and then, you know, just the flags on, on street corners uh-huh. and, and, and the lights and, the lights and, and uh, a, something in the background would be a yellow wall. Every, it was a very, was very yellow
0: very, and gold a lot there
1: that, and, and, you know, you kind of see this in films and sometimes it just, it, it, becomes so much a part of it that you don't even notice it. But I, you know, when you kind of Mm -hmm. say, oh, that's really what the intention was to Mm -hmm. have this very golden, very hopeful kind of, 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 color scheme i think it really really popped in and i film. think the and cinematographer really gets beautiful. nominated
0: for for shooting this film actually yeah yeah it, it's it, just beautiful it
1: really really interesting and, you know when you
0: pointed that out to me when we watched the film a second time the other night um it, and then i you start looking for it and you look for the little splashes of blue too mm-hmm. but that gold and that green and that yellow are just and they they make they just bring so much joy into mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. I think it's fun to and pay a very,
1: attention. In a very dark, you I think know, it's fun to
0: pay attention to it. Right. Rather right. than, you know, usually you don't want everything, anything to pop out of you. You don't want you. it to be thrown in your face. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't go see a play and look at the set. Yeah. You want it, it all It should to be work. a
1: part of Exactly. Yeah. It should just meld into it. And it is, action. but it's
0: really fun the yeah. second time to look at these things mm-hmm. because it, it is thought through.
1: Even the fact that, you know, they have an umbrella their umbrella is actually red, but there's they're walking in the rain and they have an umbrella. And actually, in, again, kind of doing some of my research, it wasn't supposed to be raining. They were just supposed to walk down the street. So all of, all of the street scene was completely choreographed and, and the costume and everything to kind of fit in. But then all of a sudden it started raining and they had to get their shot. So somebody handed them a red umbrella. And that red was such a pop and such a kind of contrast nice. that it was... It actually made for a really, really beautiful nice. scene and really nice. special. Um, but kind of speaking along this same kind of golden, golden color scheme for our golden girl, um, I thought that liquid gold would be the
0: perfect liquid gold is one of the greatest things the to ever pairing. drink. So, and that is called.
1: We are talking about Dolce, which is sweet and Italian. It's um, from Farniente and Napa, um, late harvest, batrified Simeon Sauvignon Blanc, um, grown in the Coombsville. ABA of Napa, so kind of far s- south, um, southern part of, of the region that is considerably cooler than some of the other mm-hmm. parts. Um, you know, it kind of intentionally, you basically intentionally leave these grapes on the vine after harvest so that they they become very concentrated, very um, honeyed. We've talked about sauterne a few different times on the show. It's basically a, a, an American sauterne. And probably one of the finest representations of it in the world uh, absolutely yes. it's yeah. it's honey and apricot and and marmalade, but then there's also because it is a cool region and and so you do get the freshness, you get a nice little little bone of acidity through all of this kind of creamy richness that that makes it just a really really. Very distinct, very so the, unique, and completely, completely delicious. Do the
0: grapes become raisins?
1: They become raisins, and, and, do and they, they rot. Become, they become—it's noble rot, yeah. And I think noble I've, rot. I've, I've shared a few photos on on the blog before of of how these grapes look I, when I was on a sauterne trip, and and it literally is. It's it's a kind of it looks like if you let a mushroom kind of. Go to f- go? fungus. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's you develop the grapes develop this kind of gray brown little
0: yeah mold yeah
1: on the outside, and that actually um, both concentrates the grapes are raisin, it concentrates that juice, and so really by the time you're actually pressing the juice, there's they're pressing the grapes. There's so little juice that's left, but it's so, so concentrated. concentrated, right? Um, and and it's really the process is it completely relies on Mother Nature. It's not something that you can just create. It's not like... Like, I mean, you know, there are ice wines and in, in, um, Canadian ice wine, for instance. You The conditions in Canada are perfect and, and in Niagara to create an ice wine because it's going to get cold. But I've also had ice wine from Argentina and they just basically put it in a freezer. And, wow. and so there are ways to to kind of recreate it. To make a true vitriotized wine, you have to have Mother Nature well, working with
0: you. Dolce is one of the one of the great Joys of life because yeah. it's expensive.
1: It's very expensive, but it's also the process. It should be, expensive. but you don't.
0: But you don't drink it like wine right. It's you. You, it's a, you sip it's it like a dessert, a dessert wine. wine. Yeah, it's a it's dessert absolutely. Wine. And so one little like two three ounce pour is pretty much.
1: It's all you need because it is also need. so sweet. It's. Right. I mean, this is your but dessert. It's, gold. it's liquid gold. It's liquid gold, and I just remember we had a Dolce We had an experience several years ago with my sister when she uh, was a member of the Farniente Wine Club, and we oh, got to go to their forget. their um, opening. Uh, uh, they did a release party and which was also awesome because we could start at Farniente and then go across the street to Nickel and Nickel, their sister winery. So we had a that was a, a beautifully delicious day. But I just remember this this tub it, it was th- in a gazebo. It, it was. It was, and the tub was almost the size of a gazebo right. of of bottles, like of, forty of,
0: bottles of, of dolce
1: just sitting there, ready to be enjoyed. And it was on ice. Like, it was the most heavenly sight. And you could walk
0: into the gazebo anytime you wanted to say, "Yeah, can I have some I'll more dolce? Some more so, I'd like to revisit I'd that like dolce, that liquid that gold." Dulce. And they'd pour, and it was like so great.
1: And that was after yeah. you know uh, copious amounts of their yeah. gorgeous chardonnay. That was a very very good day. That so
0: gold day. and yellow is the theme yeah on uh at least on the color scheme of if beale Beale street Street. could talk and liquid gold is the pairing pairing. way to go when we come back on kogel wine and film a perfect pairing a soft-spoken movie about the hard life on a local rodeo circuit starring newcomers brady tim and lily landro yes they're all related it's called the writer and we will be right back You know, in our travels, we've had the privilege of tasting some of the most delicious wines from all over the world. And I can tell you that the barrier to drinking most great wines isn't the price, it's access. Yes,
1: you know, Gary, Wine Access has been a true game changer, making it so easy to discover and drink some of the best wines from around the world. Like the 2015 Bishop Peak Tally Vineyard's Elevation Red. It's from Paso Robles. It's a Bordeaux-style blend with ripe cherry, blackberry, vanilla. Really great minerality and a nice kind of woody herb note on the end. Woody herb. You know, we know Tally actually more for their Chardonnay and Pinot Noir wines, and that's why making this, finding this incredible. Bordeaux Red has been really exciting and what's even better is the price. It's only $25 a bottle.
0: Wow, 25 bucks? Wine Access's dedicated team of experts taste over 20,000 bottles every year. They offer us access to their favorite gems, exquisite wines, even sakes that taste like they should cost so much more.
1: Whether it's grapes from a family vineyard or a passion project from a legendary winemaker, Wine Access shares their full story for you of what makes each bottle so special and delivers both the wine and its story right to your doorstep step.
0: And we want to help you discover your favorite new bottle. So we've arranged this exclusive limited time offer with Wine Access. You're going to get 20% off these outstanding wines that are already at a great value.
1: But to get 20% off, you must go now to our special website. That's wineaccess.com cogill.
0: For full details, go right now to wineaccess.com cogill. C-O-G-I-L-L. Welcome back to Kogel Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. So the film is called The Rider. It's a very well-made art film about a slice of life seldom seen on screen. No, it's not the national finals for the rodeo or the <laughs> Calgary Stampede, but it's the smaller local circuits that's filled with fresh-faced cowboys competing for very small amounts of money, and the film is called The Rider. Haley, this film was 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a higher rating than Beale Street. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, and she did a song called "Songs My Brother Taught Me." But here's the deal: it stars Brady Tim and Lily Landrow, and it's based on his true story. It's and and an, you know he was a big kind of breakout rodeo guy. Uh, Brady was kind of a rising star on his home rodeo circuit. I think it's in North Dakota, mm-hmm. and uh, but he has a big tragic accident, and his head is split open, and he's got concussions and. You know that he they shave half his head and you can see that whole line of the staples. stitches in there and staples so he's and he wants to get back to riding again but the doctors keep telling him no you're gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna end up being a vegetable yeah. or something's gonna happen if you keep riding and he has to find a new purpose in life and so, and he really is an excellent trainer of horses mm-hmm. he knows how to train horses but it's a very small slice of life uh, and kind of a it's not John Ford's West, it's North Dakota West, but these vast vista landscapes. They're living in a trailer house. The sister is autistic and they all play themselves. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'd heard a lot about this film, so we watched it the other night. I'm I'm going to say up front that it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's very slow. It's very slow. It's very slow. And the, but the it's one of those films for me that the more I think about it, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. The better it gets because it it's not, there's not a pretentious moment in this film. It's all, I, 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 I believe everything I see in this movie, uh, I don't have to agree with it or like it. Um, this is not an easy life. And these guys, I mean, the the, the expectations are, are pretty low with everyone around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not all trying to, they're not all trying to be the king of the world. They're just trying to maintain and keep their trailer. At yeah. one point, the dad, uh, after the accident, the dad comes in who's, you know,
1: kind of a mess himself. A
0: mess himself. He gambles and he drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sells the kid's horse. Yeah. And that's the only horse he has, in order to keep the trailer that they live in. And the sister's really sweet, and she's
1: there's she, a very sweet relationship between brother and sister, and yeah. and, and that's where because we we got into a little bit of an argument on is this a documentary or is this a film? And I understand that it's a film, but right. it it's based off of his life. It's based mm-hmm. off of events that happened to him. His mm-hmm. They they go to his or there are many scenes with his best friend that was also uh, a writer that is now completely paralysed. I mean, right. he's he he goes and helps him in rehab. I mean, it's I don't yeah. I, I, he's full time care. He, yeah, he yeah he cannot speak anymore. He right. he
0: is such a he's, he has no motor skills. Right. And, yeah.
1: Um. And and there's a real sweetness there. There's a real kindness that that you see come out with within this kind of central character and mm-hmm. and that's you know maybe i hoped it was a documentary just just because i want to believe that that's really who this kid is and i i i would i i do um because i think you can't have a you know the relationship with the sister the relationship with the friend even the troubled relationship with the father
0: well there's a there's a scene where a bunch of his rodeo buddies after the accident come and get him and they all go sit around the campfire and and they get stoned and they drink mm-hmm. And they talk about girls, and they don't talk about girls in a very good way, because mm-hmm. um, they're a big chauvinist culture, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's not a lot of girls around. Mm-hmm. And when they are, they're kind of they're kind of yelled at, and they're servants mm-hmm. in the, in their world. And the the guys all go to the rodeo, and everybody watches, and it's this there's this kind of pecking order. But what I appreciate about about the film is it is it has dignity about what it's about, and when it when it it's it's not making comments about them that, you know, these guys need to grow up or they need to go do something else or they need to do this. It's just a slice of life that gives them all the dignity in their little world that they have. Um, I, I couldn't live that way mm-hmm. and I couldn't I couldn't do that job. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to be a rodeo guy and the times I've been around rodeos, I mean, it, it's pretty fun to go to and think, but that's not my world.
1: That's not my world. And
0: I don't think they'd want my world, you know, mm-hmm. as well, so... But, at the same time, I like the dignity that the film gives it by just showing it what it is it's It's kind of there's some quiet beauty here and and solace here in this film that I like. I can't figure out knowing that they're not actors. I can't figure out whether they're good actors or not. Mm-hmm. I think he's pretty good you know the, the you know the sis and this the sister's great in the film, mm-hmm. but they're all pretty much playing themselves, yeah. But if you know anything about filmmaking, you just don't play yourselves in front of a crew of forty or fifty or hundred. It doesn't work that way. You don't. You just don't walk in and act normal, even if you're playing yourself. It's not easy. It's really acting's really a hard thing. So this, I think, this is an accomplishment. And part of what I'm saying too is sometimes the making of a film is as interesting or more mm-hmm. than the actual film that you're watching, and that could be the case here. I'm not a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. guy on this. Yeah. But i I would be in the '80s, and I really I really kind of admire this little movie, and it's a hard film to get made, and I I'm glad it got made. It's a, it's a movie I'd watch, it's a movie I'd watch on a plane again if it pops up. It's not a movie I'm going to sit down at home and watch it. Really?
1: Yeah, because, it I, a plane. because I Instead want to Instead of see... one of the thousand Melissa McCarthy movies you can rewatch watch on a plane, because <laughs> there are a lot of them on there.
0: God, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> it used to be Kate Hudson movies. <laughs> were are everywhere, and they're all bad. But now it's all these old Melissa McCarthy. I'm going to play an FBI agent, but I'm not. I'm just the secretary. Hey, by the way, the Melissa McCarthy movie, she might get nominated for an Oscar for Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's a good little movie. Come
1: or on. one of the many X-Men yeah. or Avengers or some.
0: Oh, there's so many Avengers movies. We're getting ready
1: to go on a plane. We can't wait to watch yeah. well, all these movies. Can't wait to see all the movies
0: we haven't seen. So,
1: um, yeah, you're more into this. Yeah, I am. I, I, I thought I am. there was a nice sweetness in friendship, though. Yeah. So hopefully that was yeah. real. Um, but did think that our cowboy had some true grit. Did you? <laughs> He do, he's tough. But he is tough. I mean, I'm sorry. The fact that his head is completely bashed in, and he wanted to go back out there and do it again, and then I don't know if it's because he really wants to do it again or he's just poor. Yeah. That's what I never really kind of like. Does he have a passion for the rodeoing, or yeah. is he just poor? And he that's the only way he can survive.
0: Yeah, I, I would. I, I'm going to say after seeing the film, both. Yeah, that he has a passion for it, and it's the only thing he knows.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and, and if it's the only, and it's the only thing you know, and you never really. Get out and travel and go see the world, or or have a chance to. I mean, there's it's like a, it's like there's no chance, mm-hmm. you know. You kind of want to go grab Brady and I bet Brady's world has opened up now.
1: Well, I think it's interesting, you know. I think we we see some of that here, living on this beautiful island, mm-hmm. and and this this you know you have access and and you know you have shacks next to multi million dollar, you know, and they're side both on business. the beach. Exactly, and 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 you have a lot of of people on this wonderful island that have never left and and don't really know that they need to but also don't don't know what's out there
0: didn't we see that when we lived in texas too you go to these small towns in texas Mm. and they don't really why would i want to go to new york city
1: well but i think all those
0: yankees up there
1: but there's (laughs) also at least you have the ability you can get in a car and you can drive there when you live on an island it's not quite as easy point well taken to and and i i like I work with these kids. I encourage them all the time. Like, go out and see the world. There's so much it's 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 funny to me because we spent so much of our life trying to get here and then and then here are these, you know, beautiful girls that that have so much potential that that this is all they know. Though mm-hmm. and it's like go out and see the world, and then come home, then come back. Then the,
0: the idea of going to see a Broadway play in New York to them is really foreign.
1: And but but they also it's because they have no interest because they don't know. You know, yeah. it's it's never been something that was introduced to them, and that's. And, I, yeah. I think that there there's a lot of kind of similarities. That's there. a
0: good point about this movie.
1: But yeah. um, but. Like I said, do think that, that our cowboy has some true grit. So we are gonna pair with some true grit wine. Well, let's
0: mosey on over to true grit wine.
1: <laughs> so Parducci Wine Cellars uh, has been making wine for I wanna say over 80 years, 85 years, something like that. Um, they're true grit reserve wines. They um, embrace the idea of making that to make anything good and anything great, you have to have passion and perseverance and true grit.
0: And that's the label on the wine. It's
1: True Grit. Yes, it has a spur on it also, which I thought was, was wow. partic- particularly
0: Da-dee-da-boom. Perfect. Da-dee-da-boom. Uh, So And I thought, especially
1: kind of for our cowboy, that their True Grit Petit Syrah would be ideal. Because, you know, petite Syrah just inherently is a very kind of robust, dark fruit, kind of hedonistic, burly kind of wine. Um Peppery notes, vanilla, um, Intense, blackberry. yes, very kind of not not super high tannin. I'm not talking like like tinted de toro kind of tannin, no. but, but certainly it's something that you need to kind of let soften and age a little bit. Um, but also some nice caramel flavors, a little dark chocolate. Really good
0: pairing So when a I when I I've always this has always perplexed me. Just the name Petit Syrah <laughs> doesn't sound like the wine that it is. Like it's going to be
1: a big robust wine. It's
0: like oh, this is going to be this so light and yeah. a, you know it's like yeah. going to be almost like non wine. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Petite, yeah. Syrah. <laughs> petite Syrah. It's not Petite Syrah. Not
1: Petite Syrah.
0: That's a good that's a good thing. True Grit Reserve. Yes. Can we have some of that soon? Sure. Yeah. We watch the Coen Brothers movie. <laughs>
1: oh, that's Watch the
0: remake with Jeff Bridges. Yes. which I think it's pretty darn good.
1: I agree. And Haley Stanfield.
0: Next time on Cogill 1 and Film A Perfect Pairing, more Oscar contending films, either in theaters or on demand, all of them, I think, worthy of attention.
1: But for more in our discussion today, please follow our blog on cogillconsulting.com or through Facebook. Follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill. See what we're drinking now. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas and Cork. And also want to remind everybody, we are going to be back in Dallas very soon. Um, mm-hmm. On the 27th, we're doing our wine and film program at the Dallas Arboretum. You're invited. We'd love to see you there. We'll have a link on our website. You could also go to DallasArboretum.org, um, their website. I think if you click on January 27th, you'll see our little picture. Yeah, that's how
0: you get tickets. Yeah,
1: and we'd love to we'd love to see everybody there. Yeah, it's going to be a won't. really fun night.
0: We want to shake your hand and meet you in person. Yeah. And let's talk movies and wine and all night. And drink some
1: really good wine
0: yes and with that i'm gary Kogill, and i'm always looking for the next great film
1: and i'm Haley hamilton kogel always in search of a great glass of wine
0: join us next time on kogel wine and film a perfect pairing aloha reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh,